We go one Perth legend to another. We do, we do. And, uh, well, look, this Perth legend, well, the whole name just mm. screams Perth. And, well, he didn't quite get to the Eagles, that's for sure, uh, like his, um, was his, his uncles, but... Um, or his dad, for that matter. Um, he did play for the Dockers, so we'll, we'll do a season preview with Brandon Materia. G'day, Brandon. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, well, what are you up to these days? I want to get to, you know, so what are you up to heading into this season? Uh, mate, just working away. Um, me and my best mate started up a business just over a year, probably just about a year ago now. So, um, yeah, it's been flowing for the last, Six to seven months. Um, yeah, that's keeping me pretty busy. Man, it was here, mate. Um, just go back to sort of, just quickly back to your sort of childhood and growing up and being part of that sort of material name. I mean, there's some special, special moments of football in that family. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, growing up, having Peter and Phil still playing at the time, um, it was pretty special to be able to go there and watch them play and then head down the rooms and take the lollies off the out of their lolly jar um, <laughs> after games but um, yeah it's obviously a great memory to have yeah. um, growing up and they're both sensational players so um, yeah well what are your memories of uh, the 92 premiership um, I, I see that you would have been what six months old <laughs> yeah that's correct and uh, I do have a photo at home somewhere where I've got the yeah, Norm Smith around me oh. um, when we got home so, well when he when Peter got back to back to Perth so. That's a, yeah, it's a good photo. So it was a lazy, what, six goals on the wing goes all right, though, doesn't it? Yeah, he did that most weeks. <laughs> he did. Now, just, um, how is he? Uh, we'll get to you eventually, but how is Uncle Pete? Um, health scare last year? Yeah, no, he's going well. Obviously, it was a big scare for the family and, um, yeah, out of nowhere, really. So, um, but he's going well. He's had these, uh, had a few operations and um, saw him a couple of months ago just before Chrissy and uh, he's back in New South Wales well, I think it's on the border of New South Wales and Victoria on the farm and he's back to his normal self now which is good yeah, no, I'm a Melbourne supporter so he almost came to the D's I'm not too sure if you're aware at the end of uh, 97 and he almost landed at Melbourne so a big fan of you, you... I do remember he- yeah, I remember hearing about that as well yes. I think it was almost a done deal oh god what could have been <laughs> now you had, you had time up the Gold Coast and the Dockers um and obviously with the West Coast sort of growing up, where, where does the heart sort of lie when it comes to this season coming up? Um, I think once you play, like you play and leaving, you sort of um, just hope for good games to watch, watch really. So um, obviously still got real soft spots for Gold Coast and Fremantle and I hope they really do well this year. I think um, Freo will be around the same part as they were last year and hopefully a few more... Um, victories go their way and I think Gold Coast will be really knocking on the door like you get was it was it banking that's up there and mm. that, hopefully that adds 40 goals to your team and I'm sure they'll be knocking on the door as well yeah. What are your memories of uh, arriving at the Gold Coast? I mean you were part of the inaugural team and you, you grew up uh, knowing that you are going to play for them um, what was that process like looking back? Uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting but pretty uh, scary at the same time. I think I was 17. I went to work one day and on the back of the page I was, um, there was a photo of me that saying Gold Coast were interested in going to be picking me up and that was the first I heard of it. And then I started getting phone calls from a manager and within weeks, probably a couple of weeks, it was yeah, pretty much moving up there. And uh, at the time I said sort of didn't want to and Bluey said come up, just do a training camp for five to six weeks before Chrissy and see how you go. And once I met everyone and... 
got around the lifestyle was uh, it was pretty amazing and yeah, didn't want to leave. I was going to say, look, as a 17 year old, you're up the Gold Coast and with a bunch of other <laughs> 17, 18 year olds, it couldn't be too bad. No, it was unreal actually. <laughs> <laughs> we all lived together as well. We all, uh, it, was, it was Trent McKenzie, uh, Dave Swallow, we uh, lived with each other for. Uh, almost 18 months, I think, at a host family, and they were really good. We had the whole upstairs um, to ourselves. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just a good lifestyle for all of us young boys, I suppose. Well, we had a quick chat. We had a chat, oh, I think, last year to David Wirrapunda, and he tells the story of being, I think, 15 or 16 going over to WA, and they gave him his own place. Five-bedroom place, <laughs> probably. Not... Yeah, I couldn't do that. I didn't know. <laughs> what, um, I mean, you say, yeah, you say Bluey convinced you, um, but... I'm sure, and a lot of others. Was that sort of the problem with the Gold Coast initially? Because, I mean, they still haven't played finals yet. But, I mean, it, was that a problem from the very start that um, of the lifestyle or, or do you, was it other things? Um, it's, it's hard to put it to one thing, really. Like, I sort of look at the GWS set up with um, probably the staff and the, um, like the CEO and all that staying there for so long. Where when we first went up there, Bluey um, hadn't really, or hadn't coached, hadn't been assistant coach at um, Collingwood, and then Marcus Ashcroft and Trav, like they weren't all um, had done that role before, so they were all fresh as well. And then having us all so young and having to learn um, what it's like to be at an AFL list, um, it probably took a couple of years um, to learn that. And then in that meantime, you're losing players, going back to big clubs, and um, just having to start again each year, really. So. It was um, it was a bit hard, but um, yeah, it's hard to hard to really pinpoint what went wrong there. Yeah. Well, what went right though? You did play with Gary Ablett Junior, so that would have been a uh, that would have been a thrill. Oh, that was unbelievable! It's it's, uh, it's hard to explain what you saw, um, what he did in games because when you talk about it on the Monday and goes review it, he's already thinking three steps ahead, and you're trying to work out where the ball's going to bounce. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was something different, Gaz, and yeah, um, yeah he was amazing, amazing bloke. Is almost as, oh, amazing bloke and amazing player. It's um, it's hard to get. Was he a good captain? Yeah, I really rated him because we didn't really have anyone that could have been the captain. Um, I in my eyes, um, up there. So he was definitely the best captain we could have had up there. Um, and he definitely made us younger players want to play like him. So. Uh, and he always stood up in the big times. Not that we had many times, but when we needed stuff to happen, Gaz was the one that did it. No, he must. He would have been a huge sort of impact. Just sort of, just. A, I mean, I know arriving there was that. It was all the talk, but just the impact on the group. With Gaz, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think just having Gary Ablett around um, as a young bloke, it's um, pretty surreal. So. He had an impact on a lot of the younger blokes, and he definitely had them over for dinner and taking them out for dinners all the time. Um, so he, he was he was a good people's person as well. So, um, and then like you say, then you go to the the games and the impact he'd have. Like he'd have two blokes hanging off him almost every game and still be able to produce thirty and two goals mm. um, on a multiple times. So I think he won, he won the Brownlow up there as well. So that just shows in a team that won three or four games that year. Yeah. So I'll give you an easy. I'll give you an easy one to finish off, Brandon. Uh, we're talking Brandon Matera, Gold Coast and Fremantle legend. Uh, but, uh, who would you rather, Fife or Ablett Junior? I've been asked that a fair bit. Um, they're totally different players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Gaz around a stoppage, but um, Fifey in the air and uh, his contested work. 
Yeah, not, not an easy one for you. That was far too easy, damn it. <laughs> pick, pick one of your, chil- your favourite children. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, unfortunately we've got to let you go because we've run out of time, but thank you for joining us, mate. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. Good man. Oh, Brandon Matera, uh, superstar from the Gold Coast and Fremantle Footy Clubs.